0: third and final edition of Our Man in Cannes, with myself, Jake Cunningham, and the Curzon, Director of Programme, Damon Spence.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Hello. And uh, actually, I think there's a bit of a lie in our title, because sadly, uh, the men in Ken are actually now back in London.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're sort of faking this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so we've sadly had to depart uh, just at the, the moment that both Burning and Capernaum have completely smashed the screen metric and suddenly the Palme d'Or winner is playing whilst we're not there.
1: Yeah, no, there's been some, uh, some yeah, w- w- records on the grid are falling, uh, yes. falling away, aren't they? And this is the grid that screen uses to uh, assess film's chances for the big award.
0: Yeah, so uh, Tony Erdman famously had the highest ever of 3.7 as an average review. Um, didn't infamously win the Pandor, uh, but Capernaum, directed by Nadine Labacki, uh, played last night and has gone straight in with a 3.8, which is the highest ever recorded. Um, And naturally, because it's so important and so big, we can't really talk about it because neither of us have seen it. Um, But we have seen the latest Coriada, Uh, Shoplifters, which is one of my highlights of the whole festival. Uh, know I'm completely in
1: love with this film. Yourself? Yeah, no, it is a beautiful little film. Karida is a very uh, prolific filmmaker. You may well have seen in the past. I mean, Third Murder was a film that we had in the Curzon Cinemas only recently, last year, After the Storm. Um, And we've also released a couple of his um, earlier titles. And this one is the story of... Um, well, it's really about sort of like notions of family, and really, you know, what is a family? Um, uh, and it's about this this uh, family in inverted commas of uh, small-time criminals who um, who sort of live hidden away uh, in this housing estate, and uh, they are the shoplifters, the eponymous shoplifters of the story. And they take in a, a couple of kids um, who are for whatever reason either abandoned or in trouble and treat them as their own and uh, they all live in this quite sort of like blissful scenario where they yes they do steal a few bits and bobs from the local supermarket but they all kind of look after each other and have sort of a great uh, repartee and um, but of course they're not actually family they're uh, they're brought together from uh, for different reasons uh, and the film plays with this idea um, really really well in a very sophisticated way you sort of fall in love with each of the characters and you sort of fall you actually want to be a part of that family and then sort of like slowly the filmmaker towards it's conclusion starts to question some of these notions and sort of tests the audience's understanding of uh, of, of the relationships and it's that old adage that you can't choose your family but of course these people have chosen each other for whatever reason and they're genuinely sort of helping each other out and they're generally working to, you know, working together and it's really, it's really beautiful to see. And it takes you to a point where you sort of wish that your family worked on that level and, um, you know, not that mine doesn't, but, uh, um, you know, you actually start to sort of really appreciate the relationships between them. Um, and then um, I wouldn't say they, they, are, uh, they dismantle but you know that the, a change is coming and when it happens it's, it's quite sort of quietly heartbreaking
0: That's it. There, and, and there's heartbreaking moments in both positive and negative ways when the inevitable things do happen it is extremely sad but you've got these completely joyous moments of just togetherness there's a particular shot uh, of the entire group of them watching fireworks which I'm just gonna treasure for as long as I can. Uh, It's such a wonderful image. Uh, The same as them going to the beach and just having to remember that these are actors and that this isn't a family, that you're just seeing these uh,
1: yeah, and there's a great sense of sort of it's us against the rest of the world. I mean, obviously they're uh, they're operating as sort of the underbelly of society anyway, sort of like hidden away in this in this in this tiny little flat. Um, you know, s- you know, stealing bits and bobs uh, to help them get by from local shops. Uh, and also the fact that their actual existence is a secret. You know, it literally is them against uh, against the rest of the world. And when that's broken, um, it's a very uh, emotional, powerful moment.
0: And so we'll go back to our, our first uh, episode where you mentioned that the one of the films you were most anticipating is Dogman. Uh, did it live up to your expectations?
1: Oh, it certainly did, and beyond. I mean, so this is the film from Matteo uh, Grone that we that we were looking forward to earlier in the week, and uh, he's the director of um, Gomorra, which I'm sure many listeners will be uh, will be aware of, very fond of. Um, he went on, following that film, to make Tale of Tales, which was a sort of quite a sort of surreal um, period, f- sort of fairy tale fantasy, um, very much a departure from Gomorra. He's sort of back on familiar territory now with Dogman. Uh, whereas Gomorra had this sort of on Ensemble approach. This is actually more of a character study and in fact if it did have an ensemble of actors They're actually the they're actually a series of dogs. Um, I have to say. This is uh, the 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 best cast of canines that I've ever seen on screen. It's completely
0: smashed the Palm Dog Awards.
1: Is that true? Is that out now? Fantastic. There is a Palm Door for um, canine performances for anybody who didn't know. Um, It's the story of Marcello, who is a a dog groomer. He has this little shop in an incredibly run-down seaside Housing estates. In fact, it's the actual location for this film is r- really even more brutal uh, than the Gomorrah, uh, the, the housing estates of um, Naples that formed the setting for Gomorrah. And he's uh, he's a really interesting character. He has this daughter who he, he, he loves, and they plan diving holidays together. The affection and care that he has for the dogs um, in his ward is really uh, beautifully. Beautiful to see. Um, but he has some issues. Uh, I mean, firstly, he's a, a drug dealer, so the he de- deliberately sort of adds this sort of slight complication to his moral character. Um, and there's a local bully, um, a violent criminal who's been terrorizing the neighborhood, who's sort of latched onto him and is forcing him to do stuff that he is uh, uncomfortable with. There's actually a fantastic scene. I mean... It's not really a spoiler because it's a it's fairly early on in the movie, where um, where this where Simone this this bully forces him to drive a car while they go and burgle a house. On the drive away from the crime scene, the two the 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 burglars joke about how they put a a, a small dog into the freezer to keep it quiet, and Marcello is visibly distressed by this and. Once he drops them off at a point where he's finally sort of free of this this criminal act, he returns back to the house, climbs up the drain pipe and into the house and puts himself at great risk to to save this poor dog that he's you know upset about being in. and that and eventually the film is really about um, you know what happens between these two men and whether Marcello can um, sort of like survive this relationship. He's very small and this. The, the guy is very, is, uh, is very big it's a sort of uh, if you like a sort of moral uh, moral tale and uh, it's very it's a very tense and uh, uncomfortable watch just sort of like seeing this this man being put under this pressure um, and ultimately you know the payoff of where that takes them and whether he you know whether he can eventually escape
0: mm, mm. right so that is uh, that's the Corriere shoplifters and Matteo Garoni's dog man um, I just want to go back to a film called diamantino which again we mentioned in the first episode uh that was one of my early favorites and i was very happy to see that that's uh, that's gone away with the top prize from the critics week we don't have any uh, of the big awards that will be going out on sunday um, but as we said earlier, it looks like uh, that's going to be a fight between Capernaum and burning uh, i'm holding out hope for shoplifters as well for the palm door Can Zane Award the director's fortnight has gone to Gaspar Noé's Climax which I'm sure will be arriving in cinemas in the UK very soon that was won 40 years ago by Martin Scorsese's Mean Streets who himself received a rapturous reception earlier in the week when he came to the festival too but that's about it for uh, our Can episodes for another year I'm hoping that I'm going to be invited back next year uh, to do this all again but Damo it's been lovely chatting with you and you too Jake see you next year see you next year bye bye